You are listening to a Natural Products Insider podcast. With Sandy Almendares, Editor-in-Chief. Hi, and welcome to a Supply Side West edition of the Healthy Insider podcast. I'm Sandy, and on the phone, I've got Rena Cohen first, who is Director of Sales at the rest Western region for the Bright Group. Um, but beyond that, she is a sales goddess, and she does a lot of work on the side, I guess her high side hustle, to, to help empower, empower women and other leaders um, who, who really help make our business succeed here in the natural products industry, as well as in other industries. Um, Rena spoke at our Supply Side West workshop, Boosting Your ROI, Secrets to Business Success. And her presentation was based off of conversations that she's had with women among the generations in our industry. And so we thought it would be a good idea to put some of these conversations on a podcast. So um, we have, we've done several of them now. And uh, for this one, I'm happy to pass the reins over to Rena uh, while she will be conducting another interview. So Rena, take it away. Thanks, Sandy. Uh, super excited to be here. Really, really enjoyed the time at Supply Side West and the presentation. Thank you so much for uh, pulling that all together um, and the lovely introduction. So I am very excited to talk to uh, Renee Bell here on the podcast today. And one of the neat things about me getting to, um, to, to write and blog about women in leadership, women in business, um, is I get to meet a lot of these amazing, amazing women in the industry. Um, and Renee, I just happened to, I worked with her at some point in the past, and she's one of the most motivating female leaders I think I've ever known, and I absolutely love her. So I'm going to go ahead and embarrass her like a good friend does. Renee is a sales goddess, much like myself. She is a, has been in sales and marketing for about 20 years. She's a generation Xer, a mom, and now a grandma, too. She is recently a grandmother. Um, she's had an incredible career, uh, put herself through her MBA while carrying a full workload and family. She's an amazing person. She also has done many things inside the industry, such as mentoring women and outside of the industry through charitable efforts, helping women get into leadership. So um, she has her finger on the pulse of what motivates women, helps them step into and excel at leadership. And I just cannot wait to have y'all listen to her. So Renee, could you tell everybody about your background and what inspired you to become a leader? I guess the first thing is that I don't really consider myself a, a leader. It's exciting when different people or people throughout my career, like today, people have said that they recognize leadership in me. It, it feels good. I just always wanted to be a, a contributor and a motivator of other people, not necessarily a leader, but I, I accept the title with um, honor. Thank you very much. And in You're terms welcome. of... Um, <laughs> And thank you for the kind introduction. And when you talked about, you know, what motivates women, I think I don't know the answer to that other than I know that I think what motivates women is very individual. There are a few mm -hmm. things that I'm guessing we all have in common, but the, the key is I think this intersection of some individual drive based on personal reasons uh, layered over with some of the more general things that motivate us, right? Work, family, sense of um, accomplishment, so on and so forth. But it's really personal. You know, I would say um, it's interesting because we're both Generation X is very similar um, in many ways, have many similar life circumstances, similar jobs. So maybe it's just because we like each other that we're so similar. But I think it's, I would say it's 
um, it's probably um, has a lot to do with generation, generationally as well, that we resist formality. So we are the informal generation. We Generation Xers are rebels. And so informal um, perks or programs such as mentorship that aren't sort of, you know, established by organizations, rather found by you and I informally, such as my experience having known you and experience being sort of, you know, mentored by you in several ways. So I would say um, for me, it, it would be that. It would be the informal mentorship. It would, it would have been someone informally telling me that I would be a good leader. That's what would have motivated me. Renee, what was it that attracted you to your employer or your employers, um, either your current employer or your past employers? Was there anything that encouraged you as a female um, contributor, to use your words, um, specifically and uniquely about companies that you could tell us about? Yeah, and absolutely. And I think one of the, the um, I guess, the privileges of having worked for a while is as you move further along in your career, you begin to be able to think about things uh, in terms of different criteria for the employer that you pick different from what's the job, what's the salary, you know, what, what are the perks going to be? You know, you have the, the ability or the privilege to think about, well, what's the culture like or what's it going to be like in 10 years? So my current employer, one of the things that I'm strongly attracted to is the fact that they have a well-stated strategic commitment to inclusion, which goes beyond diversity. Diversity is great, but without inclusion, diversity is meaningless. It's just a, a collection of different people. And more importantly, it's this idea in diversity of thought and style, not just gender or background, but the important part is this piece of inclusion to where people need to feel like they belong. And where I work now, mm-hmm. We definitely are a purpose-driven company, and to me, that makes the work meaningful, and meaningful work is motivating to me, and you, you feel connected that when you're going to leave your home and your family and your hobbies and your, your couch to go do something, whether you're getting paid or not, if you feel like it's meaningful, it doesn't feel like work, and it feels good, and you bring your best self and your real self to work every day. So I love it. I love what you're saying, that there's strategic alignment throughout the organization for the inclusion efforts, and um, really, really strong point. During your career, which programs or perks did you find that really encouraged you most to succeed versus what attracted you? But once you were there, what was it? Was it something, you know, were there certain um, inclusion programs, like you had just mentioned, that really spoke to you? Or was there something about, you know, sort of flex time, flex space, flex schedule that gave you the tools and the space to really um, have balance in your life? So what was it about the workplace that you could that you could tell us about that might have been helpful for you? Yeah, I get it. I love that question because it's like, okay, once you pull back the curtain and saw what it was really like or you, when you're thinking back on the last few years, what really did it? You know, honestly, when I think about what made things uh, my highest performing self was organizations where there were other women around me, um, especially other women that were uh, driven uh, engaged, wanted to be successful, whether they wanted to be uh, at, you know, no matter what level in the organization either. So, right, anybody can be a leader. So I'm not even talking about female bosses or female peers, but being able to work with and around other women that felt like they wanted, we wanted to lift each other up was probably the most motivating and the most helpful. And in the absence of a lot of other women around me, which oftentimes in my career, uh, in other industries, Outside of the one I'm in now, there, there were not a lot of women in leadership, nor just even in day-to-day positions that I interacted with. Having men on board that also felt comfortable and understood the importance of having a more diverse team 
and that it contributed mm-hmm. to success. You know, and That's I think awesome. that yeah. part of it is the ability to create, well, I should take that a step further. It's not just having women around that support each other, but it's this idea of creating relationships at work. So it's not just a job. There's, again, meaning to the work every every day. And sometimes that means you have people that you, ch- you challenge each other. Sometimes there's ups and sometimes there's downs, but there's some sort of a relationship there between human human beings. And that's been really helpful. That's awesome. You know, every woman that I've talked to, regardless of her generation, I think every single one um, has mentioned seeing representation um, in the upper echelon to work female. Like that is, that is, I think that's, that is all ages, all times, you know, every organization I've heard that it's seeing other women who represent what could be, you know, I mean, that's such a strong point. So thank you for mentioning that. Um, Okay, here is my final question. I'm super excited to ask this. Which aspect of the industry has helped or inspired you to succeed um, in formal networks, uh, trade shows, uh, influencers, mentors? I mean, about our industry, is there anything that you could point to and say, this was, this was really helpful to help me become a leader in the industry? Yeah, before I was in this industry, I spent over a decade in the paint and coating business, which was heavily dominated by one gender. And it, there wasn't much, um, there was a little less creativity in it. it. You literally would get paid to watch paint dry, which is great because paint is incredibly important. Um, it keeps airplanes <laughs> in the air and bridges from rusting and it makes your house look pretty. But the inspiring thing about this industry is that in a lot of aspects of it, we're nourishing people uh, with food, with beverages, with nutrition, with whatever it is, but we're nourishing people. And we're doing that with something that is also, if you're talking about food and beverage and nutrition, it's personal, it's social, it relates to your family, to how you interact with people, to how you feel, to how you look. So we're doing good things for other people. It's meaningful, again, back to that, that meaningful idea. And I do like that there are a lot of women involved in this industry, and I think it plays well to uh, some of the strengths women innately have in terms of connecting creativity, influence, intuition. Awesome. That's really great. Well, thank you so much, Renee. I'm super, super excited that I had the chance to chat with you. And um, thanks for all the great things you're doing for our gender, for, um, for female leadership in our industry continue doing what you're doing i can't wait to watch your career and uh and thanks sandy again for uh for allowing us to do this really appreciate it right back at you goddesses (laughs) (laughs) and i of course echo that thank you both i I really love bringing these much needed conversations to the insider platform for more award-winning podcasts from industry experts go to insider.com and click in the podcast section You can also find us on Apple Podcasts by searching Healthy Insider Podcast. Hit subscribe to never miss an episode. To join the conversation about the supplement industry, leave a comment on the podcast's Twitter, Facebook, or SoundCloud accounts.